Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk AM 1150. Have a great show today. We're going to be covering a few different topics. First, we have one of our show partners, Jenny Harding with New Chapter Weddings and Events, in the booth with us talking about dogs in weddings and other great wedding info, wedding and event info for people And then in the second half of the show, we'll have Greyhound Pets of America with us talking about their work in adopting out X-Racing Greyhounds as pets. First of all, just want to acknowledge my booth engineer and program coordinator, Eric Ryder. Good afternoon and happy Thanksgiving Eve. Thank you. Eric, as you look out the window... (laughs) I know where you're going with this. (laughs) You know, many thoughts might cross your mind, but one in particular... It is a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. And perfect dog walking weather. It is. It is. What a nice day to take your dog for a walk. And what a great idea to burn off a few calories before you pack on, you know, an extra 3,000 more than you normally would. Yeah, really. uh, With the big meal tomorrow, so. That's right. Um, Well, I wanted to say before we talk with Jenny, just uh, to remind everybody about the event that we have coming up. There's some new twists that we have that are Very exciting for um, December 16th, Monday, December 16th from 9 to noon in Fremont. um, Brandy Algren, who's the editor of City Dog Magazine, and I are having these glass-blown hearts made with a swirl of our pet's ashes in them. There's a company called Rainbow Bridge Hearts. I talked with Greg Dale, the owner, last week, and they... They're just beautiful pieces of art. They fit in the palm of your hand. Um, They have a few different pieces. They do a tea lamp. They do uh, a ball and then the heart, which is sort of their signature piece. And um, there are several different colors of swirls that come out from the center. And there's a white swirl. And the white swirl is your pet's ashes or your loved one's ashes. And they're just a beautiful way to memorialize um, pets or people who we have loved and lost. And Brandy lost her um, boxer scout, who was the inspiration for her starting City Dog Magazine and City Dog 2.0. Scout passed away this year of canine cancer. And my dog, Chewy, passed away over four years ago. And he was certainly part of the inspiration of me um, getting into the field professionally So we are honoring those two special dogs and inviting the community to join us and have hearts made for their pets on that day. The studio is in Fremont, and they'll actually be making the hearts while we're there, so people can watch. We'll let you know when your pet is up, and um, you can actually watch the heart being made and watch it be created. There's a team of four glass blowers that create each heart. It's really, really special. The A-Help Project will be there, the animal hospice organization that I'm on the board for. They'll be there providing refreshments and support, and um, the company Rainbow Bridge Hearts is donating a portion of proceeds to the A-Help Project. So it's just going to be a really sweet event. Great idea for holiday gifts for people. If you have pets' ashes, a lot of people hold on to the ashes for years what a great thing to uh, do for your spouse or friend or family member um, to have something like that made with uh, a lost pet. 
So that is, again, December 16th, 9 to noon, the studio's in Fremont. And if you want to get more information or if you would like to definitely get signed up for this, we do have limited space, so don't wait too long. And there is some coordination that needs to happen in order to get you squared away. So it's not a last-minute thing where you just show up with your ashes. You have to get the ashes to the company at least um, a week in advance, and they'll help support you in that too. So email them rainbowbridgehearts at gmail.com. That's rainbowbridgehearts at gmail.com if you want more information. And that contact info along with the phone number and all of the event info is posted on our homepage, dogradioshow.com. If you missed my interview with Greg talking about the event last week, you can find it archived on iTunes as a free podcast. And also from our website, you can listen from the podcast page dogradioshow.com. And we also talked to the folks at uh, Seattle Rep about the Hound of the Baskervilles uh, event where they actually have the dogs there. So yeah, yeah, find out more about that. That was a lot of and fun. And I'm going to, to that about. tonight. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Going <laughs> it to should see be it. a howling good time. Yeah, right? there won't be any dogs there, <laughs> um, but that's okay. I'll still enjoy it, I'm sure. I think I'm going to go on Sunday. I hear very good things about this production. Cool. So, yeah. Looking forward to it. That's at the Seattle Repertory Theater. They do a dog's night out event where they actually open their doors to people and they can bring their dogs in to watch the show. And it's a long show. So mm. interesting. <laughs> we'll see how that yeah, turns right. out. <laughs> well, with us in the booth is Jenny Harding, uh, owner of New Chapter Weddings and Events. Jenny, welcome to the show. Thank you. Jenny and New Chapter Weddings and Events are one of our show partners which we always um, value, highly value our show partners. And everybody knows that we don't just partner with anybody. So we we like to partner with the best. And Jenny and New Chapter Weddings um, did our wedding, which I talk about in the commercial that you'll hear in our breaks, uh, which was a year, a year ago, November 3rd. And that's how we met. And since then, um, we've become friends, and here we are now. And, um, you know, it was funny because we've been to a lot of weddings this year as um, I think especially since gay marriage was legalized and we have have a lot of couples who've been together for a few years and a, and a lot of couples that have been together for a long time, who you know, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years even, who are now finally able to legally get married. And I think we went to five or six weddings this summer and fall. And, um, you know, there were a lot of dogs in the weddings and, um, and we had a couple dogs at our wedding and it's, uh, you know, later on in the show, um, at, at the end of the second segment, I'll be asking you if you have some tips for people who might be considering having their dogs participate in their wedding, uh, maybe some things from your experience, because I'm sure you've seen that a lot. Yes. Um, Jenny's been, New Chapter Weddings has been in business for 10 years. Congratulations. Thank you. And you've been in the industry for 14 years. Yes. And uh, one of the things that I asked you is, or I'm curious about is, have you seen, because it's like this idea of dogs in the family, you know, do, pets, People really relating more to their pets as family members, not just like the animal that's like out in the yard by themselves. Certainly in our more urban environments um, and certainly in the Northwest. Yes, for sure. <laughs> um, but I'm curious, do you see, because you've been in the industry now for 14 years, do you see now 
pets more in participating in the actual wedding ceremonies than you did when you were in the industry you know, over a decade ago? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they used to just always assume that it had to be a kid to be, you know, the ring bearer or the flower girl. And now it's a lot of times they're pets. Yeah. It's adorable. So now I will admit um, that when I got engaged last uh, two Christmases ago now, we, we were in Massachusetts and, um, you know, before we even got back to Washington, Darcy was starting to make plans about the wedding. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she said, because one of her best friends um, got married, Jen and Colin, mm-hmm. um, that she said, we need a wedding planner. And I was like, oh, wait, like, hold on just a second. You know, I don't know about that. What do we what is you know, what are we going to what is a wedding planner going to do? I mean, I'm totally ignorant. I've never been married before. I don't know. <laughs> I never participated really in many weddings in my life at this point, although now that's definitely a different story. But it was really, um, my gosh, I mean, thank God we had you. And um, the work, you know, there was so much that you did to really make our wedding day, you know, the best day of my life. And um, I can't imagine how we would have done it without you. But you probably get that a lot, or you probably get like, often I would imagine where one one partner in a couple is all for it and the other one is like, well, why don't, what do we, you know, maybe skeptical. So what do you say if someone is listening like, oh, I, I'm engaged or we're might be getting engaged soon or, or I have a friend who's pl- trying to plan a wedding by themselves or what are some of the things that you say that you really help with the most for people, like how you support them and really producing a, a beautiful wedding? Well, there's... All the typical things that people might think that a wedding planner can do, such as help you find all the vendors and, you know, negotiate your contracts with your vendors and give you good ideas and inspiration. But it's also about having a liaison between the two of you, first of all, Mm -hmm. because sometimes you're not going to agree on every decision. And that's okay because each person has their priorities for their special day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I act as that person that can help kind of mesh those those priorities together to make sure it's truly reflective of both people as a couple and not just one one of those, you mm-hmm. know, partners. Yeah. Um, so that's a big part of what what someone can do, what a coordinator can do beyond the typical things that you would expect. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge part to me, too, that I just didn't know about was the like, OK, well, who who's going to be our photographer? Who's going to, you know, handle this or that? And the definitely and this is one of the things you said in our initial meeting, but just working with you got us great deals that we wouldn't have had access to otherwise. So. We, I mean, that practically made the the fee to have you help us absolutely back with yes. the discounts or deals that we got because of your connections in the industry. And Jenny's really, really well connected in the wedding industry, and she has this event that's really a big deal. I know for me personally, but for the community as well, is the One Love Wedding Showcase that. And this is the second year, right? This is the third. The year. third year. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a bit about what, what is One Love. 
So One Love uh, started in 2012, just before uh, marriage equality, you know, passed. And um, it's I, I was hearing a lot of stories that year as we were all kind of ramping up and and signing petitions and and doing all of this work to get, you know, marriage equality here in Washington state. Mm-hmm. And I was hearing these stories from these couples who had been denied um a cake, which we've heard that story out of Oregon, or, you know, couples who went to a venue or met with a vendor, got through the entire, you know, meeting, and then that vendor decided that they didn't want to service that couple just because they were gay or lesbian. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I really wanted to provide an opportunity for couples, all couples, but specifically a safe place for our community, you know, gay and lesbian, transgender community, to be able to come and meet fabulous vendors who are gay-owned and gay ally businesses in the wedding industry Mm -hmm. um, who will be able to help couples plan their special day and do it with with cheer and pride and and treat them as equally as the next couple. Yeah, and to treat it as a wedding, not a gay wedding. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I went, I actually took a friend of mine, Last year, who's straight, happens to be straight, but we I took her to the One Love Wedding Showcase because yes. she was planning a wedding, and um, and it was just really a very festive, it was so fun and warm and interactive and way better than the, not just because it was actually, like I was actually represented there, but, um, you know, Darcy and I went to the Seattle Wedding Show or whatever it's called. Yes which we were not really expected to be represented as a same-sex couple. But, it, you know, it was, aside from the the equal representation aspect, which is really huge and really special, mm-hmm. it was very sterile and, like, you know, just like an X where you walk through and it's like vendors and just kind of weird and we felt awkward and all that kind of stuff. and <laughs> And this was, like, it was, like, beautiful and just sort of dripping with festivity and warmth and um like luxury it was really just beautiful and there's a lot of really great energy around it so it's really fun um it's february 16th is that right correct 2014 at hyatt all of eight mm-hmm. from noon to noon to five noon to five and it's free admission correct and uh open to all couples and uh, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back I'm going to talk to Jenny about uh, specifically her experience and how she's seen couples have dogs participate in their wedding ceremonies. And then she's also going to give us some tips for people who might be thinking about how they can incorporate their dog in their ceremony. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. 
Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair discusses issues that are important to you, like good health and well-being, finding a new job and building your business, overcoming life's big challenges and making sense out of chaos, and living with passion and joy. Join us Mondays at noon Pacific for Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. See conversationslive.net for show schedule and guest information. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to BioClean, we cover the world of animals. This week, December 1st, we'll unleash the jingle cats and dogs. We'll talk with relationship whisperer and author, Jonna Rosewood. Bob Vella joins us to talk about what's new with canine caviar. And from Whispering Dragon, Accutonics specialist Jude and Paul Ponton join us to tell us all about a super inexpensive holiday gift they have available. Martha Norwalk. Walks Animal World Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And we're back with Jenny Harding, who's the owner of New Chapter Weddings and Events and the founder and creator of uh, One Love Wedding Showcase, which is a wedding expo for all couples. Um, And uh, all of the vendors represented are uh, within the LGBT community and allied community as well. And it's a really beautiful event. If you know anybody who is anybody who is planning a wedding or thinking about getting married soon. Um, It's a great event. It's February 16th at the Hyatt Olive 8 from noon to 5. And it's free admission, and it's a really fun event. There's just delicious food to taste. I mean, it'd be almost fun to go to if you didn't even have a wedding to go to necessarily. (laughs) It's like really delicious samples and cake and champagne and entertainment and all sorts of stuff so really fun event and uh the, jenny's we- website is newchapterweddings.com and i will post all of this information on our home page as well which is dogradioshow.com newchapterweddings.com is where you can find jenny's uh wedding and event planning so jenny also in addition to her weddings she does all sorts of events corporate events what other types of events do you do for people? A lot of holiday parties oh, for yeah. businesses, um, anniversary parties if a business has been, you know, going for five years or yeah. a lot of, you know, product launches and mm-hmm. sometimes just little 20 person private dinners. You know, maybe you want to appreciate your VIP clients mm-hmm. in a special way. So I'll help clients do that. Cool. Uh, so all that will be posted on our website. And then what's the website for the One Love event specifically? It is OneLoveSeattle.com, and that's O-N-E. Got it. Um, 
Okay, so you sent me some pictures of some of your clients over the years and their dogs. Yes. I'm going to start with my favorite one, which is Carrie the dog. She's a yellow lab or golden retriever, looks like. It's hard to tell because she does have a dress on. Um, (laughs) And her two daddies who got married, um, Riley and Randy. Randy. Mm -hmm. And it's just a picture of them and her. She's adorable. I'm going to post this on our Facebook page so you can find the show on Facebook. I post all sorts of information about our guests and other things, too. Just search for The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And you can find a New Chapter Weddings on Facebook as well and also the One Love, One Love yes. too. What is that uh, One Love Wedding Showcase? Uh, it's One Love Seattle. One Love on Seattle on Facebook. Yes. Cool. So you can check them out there too. So how was – now she's all dressed up. She's She has a um, lavender dress and look looks like maybe a little veil on. She looks like the sweetest little thing, older female, um, yellow lab it looks like. And what was her role in in the wedding in there? Was she actually, did she participate somehow in the ceremony? Yes, she did. She was the ring bearer Mm -hmm. and um, walked down the aisle. And this particular couple had a dog um, trainer who was also their neighbor. Mm -hmm. And uh, that person was waiting at the end of the aisle off to the side. So pretty much Carrie got to walk down the aisle uh, with with one of the grooms and then go straight over to the dog trainer and be handed off and then just went straight home from there. Yeah. So I had uh, one of our weddings uh, that we went to this summer or early October, actually it was beautiful um, was uh, of some dear friends of ours and they have a dog and he was in the wedding and they had trained him to do a trick and they had us um, sitting in the back corner but on the um, I guess it's not the corner corner of one of the sides like right on the aisle and they walked him his name's Ty he's this huge male yellow lab Mm -hmm. and um, they walked him out what they did was they sort of walked in from a distance together Mm -hmm. and you know they've been together for like 15 or 20 years or something like that and are finally getting married and um, handed us Ty and then they went up and had their ceremony and then called him up and he had the rings tied to his collar Ring bearer is probably a, one of your most common job descriptions for dogs and weddings. Yes, and a lot of times they'll get a special kind of collar from the florist Yeah, um, and have the rings attached to that or even yeah. a ring pillow yeah. um, attached. And so now I'm looking at um, this couple, let's see, that um, Gina and Alex. Am I saying that right? Yep. And... Um, and they're little, you were like, I don't know what kind of dog this is. And I can't tell you either. <laughs> She's an adorable little mixed breed. She looks like she could be spaniel mix. She looks like she could be a sighthound mix. Who knows? But she's adorable. And there's photos of her being walked down the aisle. And it looks like she's somebody's escort. She Yes. She was the mother of the bride's um, usher down the aisle. Lovely. Yes. And you said there's these really beautiful, like, dripping sort of crystal flower arrangements that you had to uh, move around a little bit to accommodate Correct. Her enthusiasm. Correct, yes. She was very excited to walk down the aisle, so I was a little worried about some of the aisle um, right. decor. So right. we, we kind of readjusted that a little bit. Yeah. Puppy-proof be... yes. the, uh, <laughs> the aisle. And then I have 
Maisie? Yes. Macy? Macy? Uh, Michelle and Amy's wedding. And this is another lab, it looks like. And um, what was her role? Her role was also uh, Maisie to those to that couple um, was definitely had been in the family for a long time, mm-hmm. an older dog, and I think had had seen that particular couple through a lot of um, mm. challenges with health. Mm. So just such a true companion to that couple. So Maisie got the first seat um, in the first row. We had a, a dog oh, yeah. cushion, you know, her special cushion there for her and so she was just part of the wedding party and and walked to her seat and you know her her cushion in the first row there yeah well I see dogs you know I'm sure you see dogs or pets probably mostly dogs and weddings for all all types of couples and I would imagine that um and tell me if this is your experience but do you see pets and weddings maybe more frequently in same-sex couples Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, it seems to have been um, more of a trend. You know, I did more same-sex weddings this year than in past years, obviously. Yeah. And yes, you know, I mean, maybe not as many same-sex couples have, you know, the children that they want to have. And the pets are their children and yeah. part of the family. And, of course, they want to honor their family, Yeah. no matter whether it's a, a pet or a child or yeah. whatever. So. Yeah, I know our dogs are certainly like our kids. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, it's great. Now, if you had um, just some tips in your experience for people, if they're like, "Oh yeah, let's have our dog in in the wedding," that'd be you know, of course. What can you say to help give people maybe some guidance? Yes. So I would just uh, suggest number one: make sure that your venue even allows dogs. Yeah. And um, then from there, definitely have a good plan of action. The dog can't just walk up the aisle and then not have someone there to, you know, be taking care of, you know, the dog once you're saying your vows. And so just to make sure to have a good plan and a good backup plan um, as far as what's going to happen with the dog once once he or she gets up the aisle. Yeah. So that the dog's not distracting the couple from what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And I know our venue, so we got married at Suncadia, which was perfect, perfect, perfect for us at the inn. Um, And the inn, Suncadia, the lodge is, is extremely dog friendly. Yes. Um, And we were there celebrating our one year anniversary in November and actually ran into our next guest um, in the elevator <laughs> with three greyhounds. And we, Darcy and I, just gasped, gasped with delight when we saw them in the elevator. And we, I actually ran into two clients when I was there at oh, Suncadia wow. that weekend, that night. And, um, and they both had their dogs with them. And then we ran into another dog that was familiar from the city. But the inn does not allow dogs. So we had a couple dogs there because they're service dogs because Darcy's in that industry. Um, but that's a great tip. Make sure that dogs, you know, are welcome on in the venue. If that's something that's really important to you, that could really be a deal breaker. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, great to have you on the show Thank and you. great to have you as a partner and, and promote your wonderful business and services and the One Love Wedding Showcase, which is coming up in February, February 16th at the Hyatt All of Eight, downtown Seattle, from noon to five. It's free admission. It's a beautiful show, uh, welcoming to all couples. 
And um, just thanks for all the work that you do in the community and all the couples that you help. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to be back with Greyhound Pets of America, the uh, folks that I was just talking about who we met in the um, elevator at Suncadia Resort with their beautiful greyhounds. We'll be talking about the great work that they do adopting X-Racing Greyhounds into families and talk about greyhounds and sighthounds in general. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. The first time we met, you were a kennel mate. You gave me a tip, I got me forecast paid. You were holding the greyhound in track number one. Your white coat was shining in the afternoon sun. Hey Seattle, this is Julie Forbes. When I got engaged a couple of years ago, one of the first things my fiancé said about our wedding was, we need a wedding planner. I thought to myself, what do we need a wedding planner for? We hired Jenny Harding and New Chapter Weddings, and I now know there is no way we could have done it without her. If you are planning a wedding or corporate event, do yourself a favor and hire New Chapter Wedding and Event Planning. They did an amazing job for us, and they will for you. Find them online at newchapterweddings.com. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. Hi, I'm Pat Pauley. Tune into my show, Get Active, each Tuesday at 12 noon on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we invite a guest to talk about one of the wonderful activities in the Puget Sound region, ones that you may want to participate in. We'll focus on how adult beginners can comfortably get into all of these activities. You'll learn a lot about how you can get active. Be sure to listen. That's Get Active with me, Pat Pauley, at 12 noon each Tuesday on Alternative Talk. 1150. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist www.sensitivedog.com Proud to bring variety to your radio dial. Alternative Talk 1150 AM Welcome back to the Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Nicely done, as always, Eric. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so, a really... Um, I love how this show 
sort of weaves together because I was just talking with Jenny Harding and New Chapter Weddings, and Jenny was our wedding planner for our wedding, which we had at Suncadia Resort in Cleelum, Washington. And it was gorgeous. We had our wedding at the inn at Suncadia, and they have a few different locations there, both within the lodge and then the inn. And Suncadia is a beautiful place to go, and they're very dog-friendly, so there's a lot of people who like to go and bring their dogs with them and, you know, enjoy a vacation with their pets. And so we were back there um, this November for our one-year anniversary back at Suncadia, just, you know, enjoying being there. And we had dinner at Portals, which was delicious. It always is. And we ran ran into two of my clients, my training clients from Seattle, like randomly. It was really kind of impressive. Um, And then we were going into the elevator to go up to our room before dinner. And the door opened, you know, it was like, ding, the door opened. And there were these three greyhounds, which are not small dogs, standing in the elevator. And Darcy and I, of course, obviously, you know, way passionate about about dogs were just delighted. <gasps> and I, I was like, oh, can we come in? And you're like, sure. And here we met you guys and your dogs. And uh, so with us is Katie Jones with... Greyhound Pets of America, one of the uh, volunteer with the organization. Right. And um, and so we met in the elevator at Suncadia. And I love, I mean, I love sight hounds. I've seen lure coursing events. I, they're just beautiful creatures. Um, I did volunteer work with greyhounds when I was in college um, where we took X-Racing greyhounds to um, area nursing homes to visit with the residents. And um so I gave you my a dog show car sticker and a car and was like, get in touch. I want to talk to you on the show. And here we are. So from the, the wedding side, we had our wedding at Suncadia. And then when we were celebrating our anniversary, I met you guys. And here you are. It was brilliant, brilliant uh, transition there. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you planned that well. Well, thank you for being here. And um, so tell me about the work that you do and, you know, what it means to volunteer. Well, you have two greyhounds and then one of them, I think you said, was a foster that was with you. That's correct. And that's one of the ways that we do volunteer is to take in the animals when they come to our organization and provide them a foster home. Uh, I liken that to giving them the basic skills of household living. Yeah. Uh, It's a really fun and rewarding way to volunteer with the organization. Greyhound Pets of America is a national organization, and what they look to do is to adopt these greyhounds that are finished with their first career. Mm -hmm. And we get to enjoy them in the retirement years. And the neatest thing is when they come into the home and they're so curious and gentle and sweet, you get to teach them how to use stairs and you get to, you know, let them explore the household. But they're not puppies, so they're not making messes everywhere. And they're really, really appreciative of everything you do for Mm -hmm. them. So they're just phenomenal creatures, and volunteering with the organization is extremely rewarding. Greyhounds have a, um, a, I think, gentle, they have such a gentle demeanor about them, and, and they're they're sort of quiet. They don't, uh, I haven't experienced Generally, yes. them. Right. I mean, all dogs are capable of making noise, but they, they just have this sort of quiet, gentle presence, and they're, they have such um, 
impressive physical stature and these they're very large frame dogs i mean they're quite big um and muscular and deep chests and the thin waist and all that stuff and the, elegant the extremely sleek, elegant. elegant athletic and elegant and and they just have these really this generally a very gentle demeanor and um i think i said I don't know if it was off air or on air that I said that I used to do volunteer work with um, X-Racing Greyhounds and we used to take them to area nursing homes. This was in Vermont um, years ago and like 15 years ago. And I sort of laughed because there was no structure to what we did. We just were college students that loaded up into a van and went and got the dogs that the that the woman, the organizers thought were just had the temperament for it and went. Right. There was no therapy dog organization that we were operating under we were not insured (laughs) Um, but they were wonderful and they just went and you know we went and took them around to the the residents of the nursing homes of the area who wanted to see them and it always sparked them to talk about the dogs that they had had and and that that gentleness um really was a nice fit for that for that work. Yeah, their temperament is such that once they come off of um, the track, if they've been racers or um, are retired from you know their first life and come to our organization, they are generally very easy to introduce to other people, other animals. They're generally well socialized. Um, they, t- they tend to have, besides the calm and quiet nature, they just tend to have a confidence mm-hmm. um, from being exposed to people and other dogs and, and living around other dogs um, that enables them to go in a many different environments mm-hmm. and do well. Yeah. Um, we've had our dogs in hotels, as you saw. Yeah. And although we're really, really mindful owners to always ask if people are willing to be in the same space with them yeah. because they are considered by some to be larger dogs, although I don't even notice it anymore. Yeah. Um, they're only defined by how much space their pillows take up around the house, yeah. <laughs> which is a lot. Yeah. Um, but they really are, are just easily transferable into many environments because they are well socialized. They're quiet. They're respectful dogs. Mm-hmm. One of my when we did, uh, I used to do dog show trivia all the time. Um, occasionally now, but one of the one of my favorite um, trivia questions was that there's two categories of hounds: scent hound and you know, or name the two categories of hounds. Or one one is scent hound. What is the other one? And and a lot of people didn't know they're like what is what do you mean by sight hound like if someone asks me my dog's a mixed breed I don't know what do you think and I'm like well I'm kind of seeing sight hound in that dog what's correct. a sight hound correct um so can you tell us a bit about you know what you know about the the breed and the group yeah the group of sight hounds that's a dog that's going to be motivated by what it sees and the dogs in that hound category are dogs that are generally going to be hunting based upon their sight. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all familiar with um, bloodhounds, and you, you see the common depiction of that dog using its nose mm-hmm. to be able to determine what it's after or find what it's been asked to look for. Mm-hmm. These dogs are motivated by what catches their eye. Yeah. Um, and I suppose you have to say that a lot of humans are motivated by what catches their eye. Yeah. Um, so anytime they see something quick or run quick, that's what they're chasing. They also have the ability to outrun whatever it is they're chasing. Yeah. They are the fastest breed of dog mm-hmm. that exists. Yeah. 
And they can get up to 45 miles an hour in about four full strides. Wow. So very, very quick. And one very important thing to know about these dogs and owning these dogs, being around these dogs, is you do not ever leave open doors in the household. Yeah. And they never are off leash unless they're in a safe enclosed area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if they go, they're gone and... 45 miles an hour in four strides. <laughs> and usually they're not trying to run away from people because they love people. They yeah. love to spend all their time with people. But the interesting factor is that when they're moving at 45 miles an hour for even a couple of minutes, when they stop to take their fix off of whatever they were looking at, yeah. they don't recognize their surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like they can just turn around and come yeah. back and go home. Yeah. So it's really a very important factor of yeah. greyhound ownership to always respect keeping them on a lead. Yeah. Wait a minute. How did I get to Tacoma? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, there, there's an event called Lure Coursing, which is yes. a, um, a a performance event for sighthounds as a group. And I'm such a I affectionately call myself a like a dog geek because I just I love identifying breeds and I you know it's what I do. It's my passion, and I've you know worked in the industry for years and obviously have this show, but um. I went to a lure coursing event, and for anyone who's just a dog enthusiast and, you know, maybe doesn't even know anything about sight hounds or has a sight hound, but they're really, really fun to watch because you get to see the speed of the greyhound and the whippet and the salukis and those guys. And then you get to see the different styles of, like, the wolfhounds and the deerhounds, those huge dogs. I mean, those are some of the largest breeds that exist and they're long, big strides. Absolutely. Um, and they're, it's simulating like the dogs, um, you know, doing what they would do, like if they were chasing after a rabbit, trying to run down a rabbit or something like that. Right. And um, I remember I got chills when I watched, um, I think it was either the Greyhound or the Whippet, because I was just like, wow, those dogs are fast. I mean, it's one thing to say, they can run up to 45 miles an hour. It's another thing to witness it. Yeah. When you see it, it is a form of art. Yeah. It's just gorgeous to see yeah. that their body moves in such harmony. The Every movement, the legs, um, which carries them forward, is just so perfectly timed and flawless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people liken it to when you see a, a perfectly um, galloping horse, you know, that's that's moving forward at a rapid pace and everything's in sync. And the greyhound's body just moves in such a long, sleek line. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. And you can tell when you're around these animals and they're running, you can tell that they enjoy moving that way. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just an amazing release of energy for them. One of our first fosters was named Doc, a very big, beautiful greyhound, about 90 pounds uh, tuxedo, so black with the white mm-hmm. accents. Yeah, gorgeous, young, enthusiastic pup. And the one thing he loved more than anything in the world was running. And yeah. we would go to the dog park. We would make sure that there were no small animals in sight because he didn't seem to be too friendly with those. Yeah. Um, and when we would let him off of the lead, he would just shoot off like a bullet out of a gun. It was unbelievable just how fast he would cover that entire space that yeah. was almost um, three quarters of a mile in length yeah, and then turn around and come running back to us. And you really had to watch to stay out of the way because his brakes didn't always work right. so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's a good point, too, because they, you know, they're they're Well, actually, hold that thought. I'm going to hold that thought 
We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk more about uh, the work that Katie does with Greyhound Pets of America. Uh, You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. Hey Seattle, this is Julie Forbes. When I got engaged a couple of years ago, one of the first things my fiancé said about our wedding was, we need a wedding planner. I thought to myself, what do we need a wedding planner for? We hired Jenny Harding and New Chapter Weddings, and I now know there is no way we could have done it without her. If you are planning a wedding or corporate event, do yourself a favor and hire New Chapter Wedding and Event Planning. They did an amazing job for us, and they will for you. Find them online at newchapterweddings.com. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. When your dog or cat is sick, you go to the vet. But sometimes they need more advanced care with a veterinary specialist. Hi, I'm Dr. Beth Davidow with the Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services. Veterinary specialists receive more than 10,000 hours of extra training in dedicated fields like radiology, surgery, cardiology, oncology, and more. If your pet is facing a complicated health issue, it may be best to see a specialist. Talk to your veterinarian about the appropriate time for referral. To learn more about access and our specialists, visit criticalcarevets.com. Get current weather, traffic, and news. Visit 1150kknw.com and stay informed with Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes, and we're back with Katie Jones uh, with Greyhound Pets of America. And so there's different chapters all over the country, right? That's correct. We actually moved here four years ago from Indiana, and we were affiliated with Greyhound Pets of America and their chapter in Indianapolis, Indiana. And so when we came out here to Washington, um, after losing a dog of ours, we Mm. needed another dog. We figured that out right away. And so we, again, connected up with Greyhound Pets of America, and um, it's just impossible not to get involved with the organization and try and help um, as many dogs find great homes and families as possible once you get connected. Yeah. So you, the chapter here locally is the Greater Northwest. That's and correct. And the website is gnwgreyhounds.org. Absolutely right. 
So I'll post a link to your site on our homepage as well, which is dogradioshow.com. If anyone's interested in learning more about the organization or maybe interested in getting involved or maybe someone who has uh, greyhounds and wants to foster a dog. So what are the different ways that people can support the efforts of the organization? Well, one of the big supports, obviously, and this fits all sizes and all all shapes of families and dynamics is um, donations. Yeah, uh, The dogs have to be transported to come out here. Mm-hmm. And aside from transportation, there's care costs food. And um, although we do have partnerships with local veterinarians, there's some cost for medical care when dogs have medical care needs. Um, All dogs that are adopted out have already been spayed or neutered, and they've already had their initial vaccinations as well as teeth cleaning. Mm. Uh, And so that means that we have to have donations to help support that and defray those costs. Mm-hmm. The second way to help is volunteer. We do have different events and fundraisers throughout the year, and you don't have to own a dog to come and participate with those and help out with those. Mm-hmm. One of the things we're doing as we come upon this December month is Santa photos. Uh, we actually host different uh-huh. booths at the Pet Smarts and Pet Co's around the area. You can check the website for those event locations, and we take photographs of people and their pets with Santa Claus. So we're the volunteer uh, elves and Santas uh, mm-hmm. to help people bring holiday photos of their pets and their families uh, yeah. into their homes. Yeah, that's cute. I wouldn't want to be a Santa Claus, though, doing um, – I've actually done that with my dogs in the past where we took them and they got their photo with Santa. But I think it's kind of funny with my expertise in training and behavior that it's a good way to freak a dog out is just dress up in a big suit of Absolutely. anything. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> some dogs are like, no way I'm not getting near you. Similar with kids. Some yeah. seem to be more inclined to do the whole, you know, Santa and Easter bunny yeah. photos and some aren't. Plenty of uh, photos of screaming children. Absolutely. You know, ah, I'm not into this. Or fun dog photos where Santa's sitting calmly on the chair or the you know, location and the dog's way off to the side looking cautiously. Yeah. Very cute. Uh, GNWgreyhounds.org, again, is the website. And, um, you know, I'm looking at your site and I see, I just wanted to tell you um, about this event that we're doing. And I announced it at the beginning of the show about the glass blown hearts that have a swirl of your pet's ashes in them. Oh, neat. Because I see there's a, a link that's titled Rainbow Bridge, which Absolutely. is sort of the, the the code for the pet world of of pets who have passed away. And um, <clears throat> there's a company called Rainbow Bridge Hearts that's local. And myself and Brandy Algren, who's the editor of City Dog Magazine, we're um, memorializing our dogs, our first dogs, who have both passed away and... Um, having hearts made for them and we're inviting the community, anyone who maybe has ashes from a pet or pets from the past and wants to get them out of the urn and into something really beautiful. They make these um, glass blown hearts that fit in the palm of your hand that have a swirl of ashes in them. What a neat way to have a memory and honor a a pet. That's very neat. They're beautiful. That event is Monday, December 16th from nine to noon in Seattle and uh, space is limited, and there is some coordination that needs to happen if you're interested in participating and joining us in having hearts made for your pets. Um, they're actually going to be being made on site during the event, so that's why the timing is the way it is for that event. They're actually 
going to be being created. So you'll be able to watch your pet's heart be made as it's being made by the team of glassblowers. Um, so um, email the company rainbowbridgehearts.com if you're interested in participating. And if you can't write that down right now, that information is posted on our homepage, dogradioshow.com. So um, how long have you had, how long have you lived with greyhounds? December of 2008 was when I first um, met the greyhound that was going to become my first greyhound. Uh-huh. And uh, so since ever since 2008, we've had greyhounds in our home. We expanded quickly from one to two. Yeah, uh, We found that uh, as many greyhound owners do, one's just not enough. Yeah, they liken them to potato chips a lot. You can't stop at one. <laughs> yeah, and we quickly found out that the two dogs were much better uh, in the household together, having companionship uh, when we needed to be away at work or otherwise. So mm-hmm. we got two dogs, and we're now on our third foster, the black tuxedo style. You met yeah. uh, New York. He's yeah. looking for his forever home, but mm-hmm. he's a real treat for us to have while we have him. I think we're going to miss him an awful lot, and yeah. we'll be lucky not to fail. Well, careful. With uh, It's a slippery slope. We have four dogs now, and uh, I think we're definitely capped. Um, one of my dogs spends a lot of time with my mom. She's my little dachshund. Um, but it's like, oh, we have two, and then we got three, and that, you know, it was like, okay, we need more space. We need more, more space so we can have more dogs. That's really what it is, just finding yeah. more space. It's not that you need less dogs. Yeah, it's just, just need to move, more really. space. Yeah. Um, so you have a dog who's up for adoption, and what's the process if someone is interested? So another way that people can support the organization, in addition to volunteering, donating, fostering, would be to adopt Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is that? what does that process look like? Well, first of all, education is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, before embarking upon any decision to bring a pet into the home, as you well know, and I'm sure many of your listeners know, you need to really make sure that you are well suited for that pet and your lifestyle fits having that pet. Mm-hmm. Uh, greyhounds are unique dogs and have a lot of unique qualities different from other animals. Mm-hmm. So you need to make sure that that type of dog fits well into your lifestyle. First and foremost, besides not ever taking them off the lead if they're not in an enclosed and safe area, is to make sure that they're not outdoor dogs. Yeah. Greyhounds are indoor pets only. Mm-hmm. They're dramatically different in their makeup from other dogs. They have virtually no fat on their body, which kind of makes sense along with you know them being runners. Yep, just like me. Exactly. And and me too. This is radio, right? Um, They also do not have very thick skin, very thin skin, almost like the the human skin. They don't have oil shafts in their uh, or a hollow shaft in their hair. They don't have any of the insulation principles that Mm. most dogs would have. Mm -hmm. So they have to be indoors and um, you have to have a a safe environment for them indoors. Mm -hmm. There's several good books that talk about how to care for greyhounds and what to expect with gray, greyhounds. And you can look up on our website and it'll tell you some recommended reading. It'll give you the educational materials to evaluate that first and foremost. Yeah. There's an application process. Yeah. We want to make sure that every dog that's adopted through our organization finds its way to its forever home, mm-hmm. not just a home. Yeah. And the website is gnwgreyhounds.org. That's the Greater Northwest Chapter of Greyhound Pets of America so you can find them online, and of course, I'll post all the links on our homepage as well, which is dogradioshow.com. Thank you so much for coming and joining us today. And Thank it was you for so inviting me. Wonderful to meet you at Suncadia and your gorgeous dogs, and thanks for the work that you do for the greyhounds. 
And um, happy Thanksgiving to you and your husband and your dogs. Thanks. You as well. To you and Darcy and your animals. Thank you, Eric. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll be back next Wednesday live from 2 to 3 p.m. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes.